Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hey beauties, what's up? Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host Estelle, your empowerment, embodiment mentor and the founder of Fierce Female Co, where we are all about activating that inner queen energy, helping you achieve your soul's purpose and be the CEO of your own goddamn life, guys. Welcome to the show. Excited to have you here. Oh, a bit of a life update, guys. I am preparing for the big move. We are moving into our new place, our new beautiful home, which I'm so excited about in a couple days. I can't believe it. It kind of flew. It kind of didn't. Um, So excited. So like lots of things going on right now, lots of packing and preparing and like life admin things. So um, yeah, it's a really exciting time. Um, If you guys want to check out more about our manifesting journey and how we manifested our dream home check out the previous episode um, I can't remember exactly which one I think it's a few episodes back but it's really juicy and goes into all the details whether you're manifesting a dream home or you've got you know um, something that you're something big that you're wanting to call in and that you're up leveling into definitely check that one out it is a favorite um, yes so also I'm <laughs> I'm now 28 weeks pregnant think that's officially third trimester which is super exciting I'm very excited about that but I'm also um getting some serious insomnia like I'm not sleeping at all so bear with me guys um so I might actually yeah and you know if you have any tips have any tips on insomnia shoot shoot me a dm hit me up I'm actually thinking of getting like a sleep specialist on the podcast how cool would that be I reckon that would be amazing Um, I feel like we could all do with better quality sleep. So I might look into that, guys. Okay, so shout out for today is actually a pregnancy shout out. Um, I am really, really into this beautiful um, label. It's called Bay, the label. It's B-A-E. And one of my girlfriends got me onto it. It's a pregnancy, like maternity wear, um, you know, line. And... It just has some really, really chic and cute outfits. I recently got like a gorgeous like lilac jumper that I would totally wear after the fact, you know, after I give the after I give birth to the baby. Um, like really beautiful nursing tops um, that look really, really chic. So I was just like so excited about that because I haven't been buying a lot of maternity clothes. I've kind of just been either using what I have or just buying like bigger versions of other clothes. So it's really nice to find a really like chic and trendy brand. So that's my, that's my shout out today, guys. But in today's episode, which I'm so, so, so excited about, you're going to get so many downloads. You're going to get so many insights. And it's just, um, it's a really interesting topic and something that I know a lot of you listeners have wanted me to um, record an episode on. And that's all things human design. So we chat with Erin Rogers and she is an intuitive coach. She's a mentor and a spiritual guide who specializes in all things human design. And I really enjoyed this conversation. I learned a lot and um, I'm excited to bring it to you guys. It's very empowering and 
you know, at the same time, quite educational as well. And so in this episode, we cover like the 101 on human design. What is it? How we can use it? How does it teach us about ourselves? Um, We go deeper into the five human design types in more detail. Um, We discuss how to use your human design for manifesting, which is so interesting. Um, And it's really cool for you to then, once you get to know your human design type, um, you can start to manifest in alignment with your type. And I have no doubt that you will see those quicker manifestations coming through when you're living in alignment with your human design, which is something we also cover. So how to um, how to better understand your energy in accordance with your human design and how to better understand yourself, right? Why you do the things you do, why you are the way you are, um, more about your life's purpose here on earth and really bringing you back to your true self and, and accessing that that sovereignty within you. Um, also, we talk about where you can learn more about human design if this is something that you're interested in, guys. So check it out. Um, there's so many, so many interesting things that I learned from this episode. So I'm just so excited for you. Um, if you don't know what your human design is, you can literally just Google it, um, like human design chart. Um, and it's like a free, it'll come up with like um, like a few questions for you to answer, essentially like providing your birth date, your birth time. Um, place of birth and maybe a couple of other details and that's about it and then you'll get the information so I recommend doing that before the episode uh, before you listen to the episode so you can um, you know you can get to know your human design type more so enjoy guys I'm excited for this one and we'll catch you soon just one quick thing before we dive into this episode guys the sound quality isn't the best we have some chickens and some dogs and some lots of animals in the background the beautiful Erin is based in Mexico and there are a few animal noises in the background but stay with us this is a really really powerful episode block out the chickens and get ready for some major inspiration Hey honeys, what's up? Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today on the show, we have Erin Rogers. She is an intuitive coach, mentor, and spiritual guide helping women to remove their blocks around love, money, and business. She uses tools such as human design, astrocartology, and channeled messages to help women up-level their life and access their inner gifts. Welcome to the show, Erin. Thank you for having me. So happy to have you here all the way from Mexico. All the way from Mexico right now. Yeah, astrocartography got me here along with human design. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty great. It's oh pretty great God. when you get out of the Canadian I, winter. I love that. I love that human design and astrocartology got you there. Like, tell, tell us more. Totally. So um, I'm sure we'll dive into it, but yes. in, in human design. <laughs> I'm just like off I'm the a, cuff. I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a generator. And so generators are meant to do what lights them up in life. And we all are. But specifically, we have this sacral energy, which if you're familiar with chakras, is that like creation sexual energy. And it's kind of like living your life as a fuck yes or a fuck no. Um, and then on top of it, astrocartography will show you places in the world where you can experience planetary energy to like elevate your experience. So those two things together really showed me that my aura was saying I needed to get out of Canada and be pulled here, which has been like meeting amazing people. Everyone here knows what human design is, which is pretty wild. And just like living a life from that lit up, turned on place, which has been amazing. 
Wow. That is so exciting. And I love that because you're truly like living, like practicing what you preach, right? By living in accordance with your human design. So I'm so excited to dive into that more. For those of you that are listening are like, I don't even know what you're talking about. What's human design? Hold the phone. We will get there. Um, I'm so excited, Erin, because I just feel like I've only recently become interested in human design. I feel like I've heard, um, I've heard about it here and there, but I just haven't been super inspired to to explore it and recently I've just been like called to be like go deeper in this so I'm just so excited to like to soak up all your knowledge and to ask you all the questions and to really empower the audience with how they can start living to in accordance with their human design so before we get into Amazing. it yes it's so good so before we get into it what's <laughs> I feel like this question is already like okay what is your like dreamy travel destination right now um if I could be anywhere, I'd be in the south of France right now, oh, to be honest. I lived in France uh, 20 years ago and it's calling me, but um, Mexico is a, a close second or maybe equal partner. So living on the beach in Mexico is pretty, pretty amazing at the moment. Oh, so beautiful. So, so beautiful. I love that. And um, what does your morning ritual look like right now? And has it changed since you've moved to Mexico? It, ha- it has changed. Um, I don't know about you or anybody else, but when you become an entrepreneur, sometimes it's like you got to shake the habit of doing what you did maybe in like a corporate or more structured life. And so for me, it's like, oh, I could do whatever I want. Oh, okay. And so it took me like a little while to decondition from habits. And so now um, my business partner has joined me in Mexico. We met in person for the first time a month ago. Wow. <laughs> and we are both channels um, and intuitive. So we spend our morning um, meditating and channeling. So maybe not for everybody, but really helpful in our business for about an hour, hour and a half, and then kind of just debriefing on what's revealed to us, making decisions based on what comes through. Um, And then for consumption, I'm currently on a smoothie coffee kick. So I have a smoothie with a bunch of good stuff in it and a coffee every morning. And uh kind of get on with my day after those two items I love it I love that and what like a dedicated practice to your to your gifts by doing channeling for an hour to an hour and a half in the morning yeah it's I mean it's kind of like um it feels like just sitting in love although it's still surprisingly hard to get myself there sometimes but uh it's been pretty it's been a pretty great addition to just um commit commit to it Totally. Like sitting in love. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. For 20 minutes max. But (laughs) after that point, like I take my hat off to you. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So good. good. And so what's like one book that is on your, like, what is one book that you're obsessed with that you would want every woman to read if you could distribute it to all women all over the world? Yeah. I, I mean, one that really made an impact for me was the untethered soul. And I don't know, have you read that book? No, but I've heard that a couple times. Who is that by for those of, for the listeners who are like, I want to read this I think now. it's Michael, Michael Singer, I believe. And um, the reason it's my favorite is it kind of lays out to you the fact that there's energy, which we all know, but what it shows to me is like, it gives an example of like, you know, the lines on the road, you see them every day. You wouldn't notice if they were crooked or not. But if you're the person that draws the lines, it's going to irk you if you see them not in perfect order. And that's kind of the way 
energy in life works. Some energy sticks to you because you notice it because it's aligned with your energetic body and some energy passes right through you because it's just not within your energetic field. And he, he just talks a lot about seeing that some stuff is stuck to you and you, you get to release it. Doesn't, it's not who you are. It's just a part of your journey. And there's a lot of other eloquent things offered in the book. But to me, it really gave me a perspective on releasing that was really helpful. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love that. Okay, putting that on the list. You sold me. You sold me. <laughs> <laughs> and Erin, what's like one fierce female that you're crushing on right now and why? It's one fierce female. Um, in the human design world, um, someone I, I, I know from a distance, her name is Vanessa Henry, and she's really been stepping into her energy, which has been really cool and just watching her and like, you can tell in her voice when she's speaking from that place that's aligned. And um, someone, they're both Canadian, actually, funny enough, this woman that goes by the bird's papaya. Um, I don't know if you've seen her before, but I just really appreciate like the authenticity and honesty um, of, of running an online business and also being a human about it. So those are two people I've been really enjoyed watching recently. Amazing. Love it. So Vanessa Henry and what was the other one? Bird's papaya. The bird's papaya. Yeah. They're both Canadian. So maybe they haven't come into your purview, but those are, are two of my faves. Amazing. All right. So good. I love hearing like what women are inspiring the women that I'm also inspired by <laughs> because I yeah, think it's yeah. really good. It's a really good, like, yeah, it's a flow and effect and it's good to understand what is it about them. And I'm yeah, always, we always want to know people that are inspiring each other and the women as well. So amazing. Thank you. And so Erin, can you share with us a little bit about who, like a little bit about you, how you came into this kind of cosmic world and this blend of human design and astro cartology and, yeah, essentially how you ended up doing what you do today. Totally. Um, you know, I was always a big seeker and um, I kind of maybe even only recently realized in the reflection of my seeking that it was always around fixing what was broken in me so I could fit better into like my life, into like the box I was expressing in. Mm. And why it touches me so greatly in terms of just the tools and what I've developed um, you know, through, through finding them was it felt like the first time I had permission to see that I, there was nothing to fix, do change or be that actually I was just in a box that I didn't belong in and human design and astrocartography showed me this, like, here is some physical astrological evidence. And there's other aspects of human design that say like, you're a highly intuitive channel. So you trying to be the perfect corporate employee is never going to satisfy. And in fact, these gifts are so important that there's something that you're intended to express in this lifetime as a way in which you attract money and abundance in exchange for sharing these gifts. And it just like really brought me to my knees and like, I don't know if other people will resonate, but like it can get just so tiring trying to figure out what you have to fix. And there's just such... Um, a permission when you're like, oh, there's nothing to fix. I just have to put down my beliefs and expectations and start to see myself for who I am. And that, and that was a really pivotal moment 
And then I began to share human design with people because I was like, oh my gosh, you need to know about this. You'll never guess all these cool things about you that are just like written out here in the stars that come through this chart. And it just was like, as a generator and I'm doing what turns me on, there was just a noticeable difference of when I would speak and share from this place, when I'd offer intuitive messages and they eventually channeled messages, my whole being was lit up and the impact was like undeniable. And the corporate life just was never going to offer that to me. And I found ways to bring it in before I left. But that to me was just like, get out of the box. You're perfect as you are. Now stop, start operating from your gifts and see what's available to you. Oh, that is so beautiful. Uh, That is so beautiful. And I can imagine so many women are sitting here listening and resonating with what you're saying. And was there like a moment, like a pivotal moment for you where that came through or how did that shift and awareness come about? Yeah, I mean, there's a few, I'd say one point in my life, I had told my friend, like, I have the key, but I can't find the right door. Mm. (laughs) And I was like, I just need someone to show me the right door. And shortly after I found a spiritual coach and the, and the door was, it was inside of me. There's nothing external to me that I needed to look for anymore, that it was inside of me. And then within a few months of that, I channeled for a friend and I didn't realize that thoughts and visions in my mind were, were more than just like an internal, like experience that it was actually offering me messages and insights. So I'd say channeling for someone for the first time was like, oh, this is my thing. Um, I was in a car shortly after that. And in the car, I got hit by lightning. Wow. (laughs) Which always just sounds a little bit sensational, but it it was just totally, but it was more just like this, like, Hey, this is real. You need to pay attention. You keep thinking your mind can plan this next adventure for you. Stop. And so within the two months of that happening, I quit my 14 year career sold everything I had. And I, I moved to um, Sedona, Arizona, actually. So it was like, no, we don't have time for you to pretend like this isn't happening. So those are two pretty recent pivotal moments in the last few years that pushed me to completely change the trajectory that I was kind of ignoring or hoping I didn't have to do. Wow. That is, that's incredible. I love that. I love the lightning moment. It's just like, Aaron, you're not listening. (laughs) now we're gonna force you to listen really gonna push you over here because you're doing a great job ignoring it which we all do but totally um yeah (laughs) I love that that's awesome and so okay can you can you talk to us about human design I'd love to dive into it so for those of us that don't know what is what it is give us like the the 101 human design download 100% so like if you love Enneagram, you read your Myers-Briggs and you got pretty excited. You know your sun sign and maybe your rising and your moon. Human design is just like a deeper layer of all of, all of that. So it takes um, the I Ching, quantum physics, the tree of life, Kabbalah, astrology, and it combines this for this holistic energetic imprint of who you are in this lifetime and how you're intended to express. And when you find it, if you go on the internet, you'll be like, oh my gosh, what the heck is all this stuff? It can be overwhelming, but it's like any language. Once you learn it, um, it can offer you insights anywhere from like your health system and your digestion to how your auric field works best to like how to utilize your energy and a whole host of skills and talents that are, are quite obvious when you know how to read the chart. And um, it's a pretty fun, yeah, it's a pretty fun system to get into. 
How exciting. And what is it like, because you said, did you find that when you like looked into it, you were just like, holy shit, like I need this, like this is me? Or were you like, wait a second, I don't get it. Like, how did you feel when you first started getting into it? Yeah, I had been into astrology for a long time. So there was like a bit of a, maybe a bridge of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like obsessively found every website, <laughs> every Instagram, um, you know, influencer and some books and dove in because that's what, just what it really pulled me in. Um, but there's just enough, even if you just know the profile and type to be like, oh, that's me. <laughs> I want to know more. So even just the like some of the basic or sort of higher level information is enough to say like, oh, I got, that's giving me a lot of permission to be as I am, not to try to change or shift it because it doesn't work in this specific environment I'm in. Yeah, I love that. And I feel like it's also just a way that we can just appropriately use our energy mm-hmm. as opposed to just going against what we were, what we're, how we're destined to live and how we're destined to operate. And I think that's really interesting. So I'd love to dive into it more. So can you go through like a brief overview for us of the five human design types? Mm-hmm, I can. And even the fact that there's five types has been a bit of a conversation recently. So depending on who you follow, there's four or five types. Sure. I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell yeah, you yeah. why <laughs> there's that, there's that differentiator. So reflectors um, are only about 1% of the population. They are completely open in their auric fields. Um, there's manifestors who are, I think are seven or 9% and they're here to initiate and they have this work field that kind of attracts or repels people. And then there's uh, projectors who have a, a penetrating auric field. And then the, the hot topic is that there's generators and manifesting generators. Some would argue that they are the same. Some would say that those they're, they're two separate types that we look at. So it just kind of depends on on who's talking about it but those are the five you'll find that you have one of those five when you open up your human design Mm, love that and so can you tell us a little bit more about each one and I guess Mm -hmm. how each one and like how we can because when I first saw the the terms like it especially when you see the word manifesto you're like oh okay well if I'm not a manifest does that mean I can't manifest and I imagine that's just totally total BS right so I'd love if you could just share like a brief overview of each of the, like a deeper dive into them and how we can utilize our energy best in that, in accordance with our human design. 100%. And do you know your human design? Yes. Which is why I'm like so interested because I was like, I'm a reflector. And I was like, what? This is so (gasps) interesting to me. Yeah. Oh, very cool. You're a reflector. I mean, that's always, they're always like the moment when you meet a reflector, you're like, oh my gosh, because it's, it's rare and it's really cool. So I'll, I'll have maybe some questions for you because that's amazing that you're a reflector. Um, so in terms of generators and manifesting generators, you have this defined sacral um, chakra. And just as we talk about this, it's not that you can't access the like energy of everyone. These are just energies that are always with you. And then the rest of them, you're kind of like learning about them in this lifetime. Cause I know when I hear about my human design, I'm like, Oh, I, I want to be that other thing. So just know that what you have is perfect. And there's no need to like wish that someone you had the other 
one, right? We all, we always have that like interest in what isn't ours, but so these generators and manifesting generators are meant to be like turned on and lit up by life. Their sacral offers them a yes or no response so they can know what they're working with. So it's kind of like, you'll know a generator cause they'll naturally be like, uh-huh, mm-mm, uh-huh, mm-mm. and they'll like from their gut will be engaging with you in conversation. They are the majority of the population, they are people that are meant to be like excited and turned on by life. They should be doing work that once they're done has left them with more energy versus less. And they need to be burning up that sacral energy, sort of having that like a good day is like a satisfaction of like you you used it up, you engage deeply with that sacral um, energy and that sort of you'll have this satisfaction of, of how the day went. And of course, nothing's perfect, but that's sort of what we're aiming for. If you're, uh, and a generator's auric field is enveloping. So we want like your juicy sacral energy to get so turned on and lit up that it's like people like are enveloped in your excitement. It's like in your thrill of life and what gets you jazzed is what you're offering other people when you're out there in the world uh, being. And then projectors, um, reflectors, and manifestors are non-sacral beings. So you still have a sacral in your body, but it's not a defined, consistent energy. It kind of will um, ebb and flow. And so projectors have this penetrating aura where they can just like kind of get into the matter. They can see things clearly. You'll feel very seen if you have a a projector who's aligned, if they sit with you, because it's like they penetrate and they're like, I see you clearly because I'm touching your energetic field. Um, there's different types of projectors. So you'll need to look into that when you look at your type, but overall projectors are um, ideally working three to four hours a day because they can see very clearly what needs to get done. They know the ideal way to complete the task or they kind of just have a, a higher viewpoint of what's happening. And so when I t- talk about like all these types, it's always like the perfect university or college group where the projector is like the project manager. They can really offer the most efficient way to get things done. Um, and I find often when I read for projectors, it's just the permission to know that like, they're usually like, I didn't, I thought maybe I was supposed to not work as much as I do. And it's like, yeah, if that feels good, you can mm-hmm. shift that. And it means that like, if you have to be in an office, just be conscientious of your output versus your intake. And if your intake is information and experiences, that doesn't necessarily have to be the same as your output of that sort of three to four hours a day. So, cause there's a projector just like, how do I survive? And you'll be fine. You can disengage with lots of energetic practices to, to support you. Um, but don't think you're crazy. If you're like, I don't think I'm supposed to be working 40 plus hours a week in this like fast paced job all the time, always outputting stuff. So know that if that's how that feels, there's, there's a reason it's leading you to that. And then there's more expl- exploration for you. And then if you're a manifester, one, no manifestors are not the only ones that manifest. They are, I like to always envision them as like the fire starters. Like they're the ones that spark the fire and then they hand out the fires to the other types to either like, um, you know, work through that inspiration or create more um, efficiency through that inspiration if you're a projector. And so manifestors have, um, they work in bursts. They really will have like this like big burst of energy. They'll want to get something done, but they don't have a sacral. So they do need to rest. Manifestors can get things into action really quickly in my experience, kind of like they can speak it out and the next week they've like implemented 
a new program that actually might be correct for them. Whereas sometimes generators need a bit more time to figure it out because once they do, they're really committed to their path where a manifestor is like, I sparked it, I tried it, it's in action. And as soon as it feels like it's no longer aligned, it's really okay for them to like put it down or transition it to somebody else. But they're really meant to be more of the starters. They don't necessarily have to see everything through, um, which I find for a manifestor can be a really great uh, permission slip to know that like, I know we say we have to, what you start, you have to finish there's a different approach for the manifester. The gift is to manifest and bring things to life and allow others to carry it through or allow it to continue to express. And then we have the, the beautiful reflectors, the 1%, what you are. And, you know, reflectors, it's an interesting one. I, I've met one again recently here. And you work on this lunar cycle and your energetic field is completely open. And so in a lunar cycle, you get a chance because there's just like in astrology, there's transits. So different parts of your um, chart get lit up. And so you kind of get the chance to like feel into everyone's experience. Part of your gift to us is to become wise in all these areas. Every other type is going to have some definition, some consistent energy in their body and some open energy. Um, where you everything is open so like for you it's really important who you spend time with who you're around because their energy really impacts you but also to know that like to have a really great clearing out practice for your energy because the wisdom is when you release the energy but retain all that insight Mm -hmm. your lunar lunar cycles that you have a chance to go through all the different viewpoints basically of what is possible for you. So maybe like buying the cantaloupe at the grocery store doesn't need a lunar cycle, but it's like, if you're going to buy a house or take a job or make a big business move, it's like getting into that decision-making energy early so that you can work with the timelines that are external to you. And then also when you can actually ask for timelines to be um, aligned to what works best for you. So it's there it's beautiful because also if we have a reflector in the room, we're going to want to ask the reflector how they're doing because they are naturally a reflection of all of us. Mm. So sometimes you might be like, well, who am I? But your gift is in the flexibility and the, in the opportunity to mirror back everyone's greatness, sometimes mirror back their wounds and their shadow. um, But for everyone's expansion and who you are is understanding what, is true for you what wisdom you desire to retain um throughout your experience do you would you do you resonate with being um in a lunar cycle have you noticed that you you kind of do move through things in 30-day periods yeah that's so interesting such a good question so i i what i've noticed parts of it resonate with me um around like the wisdom and you know being really sensitive to energy and environments and things and people's energy like that's definitely something um that resonate resonated with me straight away but I think what's so interesting is um also the fact that I'm naturally not a very decisive person and that sometimes can surprise Mm. people but when you get to know me you'll know that I actually I'm not super decisive and that's so funny that you said wait a lunar cycle because when I did see that originally when I was looking at um you know the strategy for reflector I was like almost like for a second that felt disempowering, which I know that of course human design is meant to be empowering. And so I had to really look at that and be like, okay, well, what, what about that 
makes me feel like disempowered. And I think that what I, what I realized is that, like you said, for the big decisions, it doesn't mean you just kind of sit on your hands and wait, but it's like an opportunity to delve deeper, to explore the questions and the answers that I might have to maybe to do a bit of research, to just to, to sit with it as opposed to just saying yes. Um, so that's something that I feel like has been really interesting. And I've been called to actually try to, I guess, redesign my life in the way that I operate in line with the lunar cycle a little bit more. Um, and I think when I do that, I think that will, yeah, I think that will feel really good. I just feel like that's come through in a few different ways. Um, I also had like a Vedic astrology reading and that came through as well. So I was like, Hmm, this is interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And like, so the, your, your joy in life is that you get to sample it all from this really unique, pure place. The frustration is like, I would, but I, do I have to sample it all? Like, how do, I, yeah. how do I make decisions? Right. But it's finding that like, this is your gift. And once you become, I would say just aware of it, it's like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool that I have all this opportunity to feel into all the aspects that I offer people this unique gift of also when I, when they sit with me, they reflect back all the, all the great pieces of me and also then where I can like work on for expansion, because just with your energy, you offer that naturally to people. Yes. I love it. I love it. And love it. Love it. So what if we wanted to talk about like human design when it comes to manifesting? So are there, you know, do we, as different human design types need to approach manifesting from a different perspective and how does that alter and I love if you could just speak to that like the process um for each type totally so um you know my belief is is two things is that for manifestation to work you need to clear out your your auric field or just like as best you can always be removing pieces that are of a lower vibration. So you can track in those things of high vibration and then just knowing like your decision making um, authority within human design so that you kind of know how the universe is bringing you opportunities that you can say yes or no to. So in terms of human design, there are, you know, there's six different types of decision-making. So, you know, having a lunar authority is one of them that is unique to reflectors. And then we're going to have um, an emotional authority. So if you have an emotional authority, it's said that you want to give yourself 24 hours to make a decision. You kind of want to have the motto, like, let me sleep on it as your go-to answer, because you go through um, all the different sides of the answer before you kind of come to one that feels in all honesty, kind of like 80% there. Um, and then you have a sacral authority, which would be unique to um, generators and manifesting generators. And they really get a yes or no in their body. So they kind of get like a, a step into it. Yes, I want it. A no step away. And so just really watching yourself, if you lean in or you lean away based on what you're trying to manifest, kind of what is your body showing you? You can have a splenic authority, which is going to ask you to use your intuition. So it's a whisper and it'll kind of just give you the answer uh, in the moment. You can be, um, you can have 
an ego authority. And so you're just going to want to pay attention to, um, you know, when you've set that in motion, do you get, do you feel like you're drawn in or drawn out? And um, I'm just trying to remember the other authority here, but basically when you look into your human design like and you, sorry. Authority as well. Isn't there like a no authority? Oh, in authority. No. Isn't that one of them? No, you can have, um, you can also be self projected. So basically once you speak it out, you will know the answer. Then you can also have, um, you, there's a bunch of versions of it, but basically if you look into your authority, it's giving you the opportunity to figure out how do you dance with the universe when you've manifested something towards you. And then it's usually also telling you how your auric field is doing and maybe like, do I need to up level or is this in alignment with what I'm calling in? So it's, it's sort of like, do I know to say yes or no? Do I say no, even if it's like almost what I wanted, but not quite? Does my, does my intuition tell me to keep waiting or to jump in? Does my, do I, my emotions offer me all sides of this? So kind of just understanding your decision-making authority will allow you then to um, dance with the energy you're pulling in and then always clear out or empty the energy um, if it's not in alignment with your next highest expression of what you're manifesting. Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. So for those of you that are freaking out, worried that you're not a manifester, it doesn't mean anything. You to everyone can manifest. <laughs> everyone can manifest. I love that. And um, so I'd love to, because you mentioned before, Erin, um, that you, you know, learning about your human design, you really um, made some significant like shifts in your life in order to live in accordance with your design. Um, what are some other, like, can you talk us through what some of those changes were? And then I guess how you, how that allowed you to feel in more alignment with, with, with your truth and what you're, what you're meant to be doing here in this lifetime? Yeah, I think um, one, because I'm a, a sacral um, decision maker mm -hmm. and kind of understanding that part of having a healthy sacral was that like it was energized. The work I was doing was energized. And I used to say that I was the most energetic, tired person I knew. I was like, something is amiss here. And so when it was like, you're meant to be energized by work, not always depleted, which I'd never, I'd never experienced having energy from the work I do. And then it was like, just the way my gates were, were oriented and that's a whole other layer, but like there's gates and there's um, energy centers where my spleen is highly defined. And so there was all these like micro information about like, you're intuitive, you're intuitive, <laughs> you're an intuitive channel, you're an intuitive channel. And it was like, oh, well, maybe I need to start trying this on. And human design was a really great way for me to get started because people that are drawn into it are pretty open, which is amazing. And then just like being a witness to myself to say like, oh, this is giving me more energy. I do feel alive. And then as I worked through making decisions, using my, my sacral, my yes or no, even if it was like, you want me to quit my perfectly good job before I've saved enough money? And in my case, it was a, it was a very strong yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Um, but by that point too, I was, you know, I had connected with my spirit guide. So they were, they were like, yeah, you're a little overdue on this plan. So we need you to leave now. And, you know, I don't recommend everyone just leap um, unless they have what's comfortable for them, but it's like aligning to my energy allowed me to see the truth 
not always what I thought the logical answer was, but the logical answer had gotten me so far in life and it wasn't satisfying. So it was like, well, I might as well lean into the energy and listen to these, the, these pieces because what I'm doing isn't working anymore. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. That's so cool. And so if anyone wants to find out more about human design and how they can start to understand and unpack their chart and maybe, you know, start to live in alignment with their, with their design, how, what, tell us all the things, what should we, what should we do? How can we learn more? Yeah, I mean, I think the best way to learn about like your specific design is to find people on the internet who are living it. So I believe, um, Seeing the example over the book is even more helpful. So you can look up human design books. Um, if you if you message me, I can always give you a recommendation, but there's pretty basic human design books that are easy to find. But if you say are a, a two for sacral generator, then I would start to look because the information will be there online or in Instagram. And you can start to like witness like, oh, look at them and how they're making decisions. Look at them when they offer these insights and you can kind of see like, are you attracted to that? Does that interest you? And then there's lots of great courses and people online that are, are teaching it. But I would say watching someone live it and doing some some mad dash Googling. And then always a, ses- a session can be really helpful to like get your basics down, go live your life and then come back and get a more advanced reading um, if that feels supportive for you as well. Yeah, beautiful, amazing. And so for those if anyone that's listening that wants to explore their chart more, do you offer readings and where can people like pimp yourself out? Where can people find more about it? And more about- <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I offer readings. I would say that my readings are um, channeled and intuitive readings based on your human design mm-hmm. astrocartography. Um, so if that's of interest to you, um, but yeah, you can find me at Aaron, AaronRogers.io on Instagram. My website goes by the same name um, and I offer yeah, human design, astrocartography, but more so intuitive, energetic readings. I teach on intuition as well. Um, but, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll probably maybe give you um, some examples of, of people they can always reach out to in terms of if they want a basic reading, because um, I'm not doing those any longer. But it's like when you want to upgrade, when you want to up level, um, come and find me. I'm doing, doing one-on-ones. And I'd love to, to sit with, with whomever feels called. Beautiful. I love that. And so we can just, um, they can find that information just by going on your Instagram. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. So good. Oh, I'm so excited. So Erin, we're just in our final segment of the show. And I'd love if you could just share with us a recent situation where you were experiencing self-doubt and how you like navigated and moved through that. Um, Yeah. So we had the full moon yesterday that had a relationship theme um and I think the self-doubt was like how am I bringing up relationships that feel challenging or why am I still getting the same feedback and I for me it's always like what am I doing wrong how can I either pull away from the situation or, or sort of fix it on my own and I you know came to realize that it was really about releasing perceptions releasing some of the experiences in my life that had allowed me to successfully move through the world that way, but that were no longer serving me. Um, and then having the conversation with the people I was experiencing the tension with, but from like a, a vulnerable and honest place, that wasn't blaming, but just like, Hey, this is what I'm experiencing. 
And that's a newer skill for me because that feels a little scary, especially as someone who's intuitive. Like I intuitively know what's going on versus like, hey, I'm still here in a human experience. So I need to go have those human conversations, learn from them and expand um, versus living in my self-doubt or blaming myself and, and kind of trying to deal with it all on my own. I love that. That's beautiful. And thanks so much for sharing. I think it's really just sometimes, um, and I always say this, like sometimes when we're looking on Instagram or, you know, we look at other people's lives and, and um, just, we forget that everyone, everyone experiences self-doubt all the time, if not every day. So um, yeah, totally. thank you so much for sharing. And so what's an area of your life that you're trying to improve in at the moment, Erin? Mm. I would say relationships and um, trust is a big one. I think uh, as an entrepreneur, trust is huge and I'm entering a next level of my business expansion and I'm scared <laughs> to trust even more deeply around my, you know, being an intuition, an intuitive and a channel and listening to all the guidance. My brain really wants to have all the answers on how to scale and grow. Um, so that's something I'm aware of. And then just relationships and specifically speaking about my healthy boundaries so that I can show up authentically as I am in a loving place and not, you know, forego sharing boundaries and then being frustrated and, and not being able to enjoy the person because I was too scared to speak up. Yeah, totally. I love that. Boundaries, such a big one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who totally masters it like I don't know oh, so funny um amazing and so our final question Erin what is your recent fierce female moment so like a moment where you just felt super goddamn proud to be yourself oh I offered my first channeled event after saying I would do it and doing it in like one-on-one -on -one sessions I opened it up and did it for, I had like a, a bunch of people show up because of course we always think no one's gonna come and just was like wow a year and a half of being terrified and I did it and it was successful. That was a pretty, like, I'm just proud. I'm just proud that I actually stepped into the thing I feared the most. Mm, so exciting. And you're kind of just like, I always find at the end of it, you're just like, wait, okay. Like, so I stressed about that for like how long? <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I had all the good reasons to not do it earlier, but um, just to be able to go move past a fear, just like, oh, shit, that was great. So exciting. Oh, amazing. Oh, I love this. Thank you so much, Erin, for sharing like all of your knowledge and your energy and just your intuitive kind of downloads with us. This has been like really powerful, especially for people wanting to explore their human design and people who feeling might be feeling a little bit lost or out of alignment. Um, you've given us some great tools. So thank you so much, beautiful. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you guys soon. If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more Fierce Females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness and we'll see you soon.